Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 24. Hi everyone, I hope you had a great week. My week? Not too bad. It's great to know that you're tuning in and engaging with the podcast because what it does is it tells me that the information that we're discussing with each other is something that is relevant to you. So thank you for that. Now, if you're a follower of the podcast, you'll know that I'm all about trying to support people to make new money so that you can buy time out of your day job to begin living your best life. You'll also know that when I refer to new money, I'm talking about additional money you make that doesn't come from your day job. And finally, you'll know that in order to make that new money, You'll need to tap into your hidden skills and talents to create side hustles and small businesses that you can run, take time to build alongside your day job and eventually use that new money to buy back your time. That, in a nutshell, is what I'm about. That, in a nutshell, is why I started the podcast. But I also know that it's easier said than done. The majority of people just do not know where to start. So to get you there, I deal with all things business and personal development in my podcast episodes. Because I know that whilst we have the dreams and desires to change our lives, we often don't know where to start. We're scared, we're uncertain about whether the business idea we have will work. And there are a host of other reasons that we use to stop ourselves from taking that first step. Now, I've used the last few weeks to begin to look at some of those reasons that stop us from moving forward. And I've just finished dealing with one of the deadliest silent assassins of our hopes and dreams, which is depression. I then moved on to look at other things that can demotivate us from taking those positive steps, like the will-sapping experiences we have to face in our day jobs. So now, having set the scene for why we should take control of our future lives, I'm moving on into several podcasts that look at business creation basics, so you can listen to the podcast and start from the very beginning. This series of podcasts coincide with my free Seven Passions Masterclass, which is an online coaching session where I take you through the seven personal passions you can use to start your own business. This approach is what I call business creation basics from another perspective, and I go into much more detail in the podcast. Now, if this masterclass is for you, and you want to secure your spot in the class, you can click the link at the end of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. And the link will take you to a simple registration page where you can reserve your seat. It costs nothing, but it could mean everything to you if you're ready to make that change. Okay, 
Now, last week, we began to dip our toe into the 17 possible businesses we could start before the end of 2019. I talked about five businesses in detail during the podcast and then provided a further 12 business ideas via a separate freebie download that accompanied the show. If you would like a copy of the download, the download is free to everyone who reserves a seat in the online masterclass. So you can use the same link and that link will also get you the download. This week, I'm carrying on with the theme of possible businesses you can start before the end of 2019. But what's different about these businesses is that I want to look at businesses that you can run from anywhere in the world. What am I talking about? I'm talking about five types of online businesses you can start. Now, what's the difference between these businesses and the businesses we looked at last week? I hear you ask. The difference is that for last week's businesses, you might not be able to run them exclusively from anywhere in the world because of the need for materials and maybe some types of processes. But this week's businesses overcome all of that. And as you'll see, these are businesses you can start in 2019 and run from anywhere in the world. (laughs) There are some people who, when they say they want to leave, want to leave and not come back. And so if you've got a business, then you need a business that can match that aspiration. So if this type of business is more your bag, stay tuned because we're going to look at those businesses now. So the first business you can start is as a virtual assistant or what is commonly known as a VA. What's a VA, I hear you ask? A virtual assistant is someone who can provide administrative, technical or creative assistance to other online businesses. But you provide these services remotely from your home or your office. The other question that is often asked is, well, what does a VA do? So here are 10 things you could find yourself doing if you decide that this is the online job for you. You could be doing email management and filtering of emails. You could be booking appointments with clients or following up clients with customers, sending them thank you and other reminder emails. You could be doing receptionist duties, answering calls and fielding customers to various parts of the online business. You could be doing calendar management, database building by updating contact lists, You could be researching certain topics for your customers' blog posts or other forms of communication like newsletters. You could be doing transcription. That means transcribing voicemails or video or audio or podcasts. You could be creating basic reports on weekly tasks and deliverables or sales. And you could be providing remote assistance with things like live launches and other real types of activities. Now, being a VA means that you won't be doing these tasks for one business. You'll be doing them for a number of businesses on a self-employed basis. It's also a great business to start because it doesn't require much money for you to enter this type of business. 
websites like Fiverr, and I'll put a link at the bottom of the show notes for Fiverr. But websites like Fiverr are made up of people advertising their VA skills from all over the world. All you have to do is think about what your edge is. What is it that you can offer that has an edge on what others might be able to offer? Maybe you have an ear for a younger audience. Maybe you have a large following online that you could harness to push business messages that your customers might actually value. Being a VA is also about building relationships with your clients and being able to complete virtual tasks on time. No slouching about here. If you imagine yourself sitting in an office doing these things behind a desk, there's usually somebody waiting for those administrative tasks. Well, it's the same online. If you're doing these kinds of tasks, then you're going to be doing them to a deadline. If this is you, you might already be doing a lot of this work from a desk somewhere, as I've said. It takes very little time to transfer these tasks online into a business and VAing, as I call it, can be a very lucrative business once you've built up your offer and once you've got contracts with your clients. So if this seems like the job for you, then reserve your seat on the masterclass because I'll take you through the areas that you can begin to think about when you think about developing your edge. And when you think about looking at what makes you different to the competition out there. Now, business number two is a virtual data entry specialist. If you need something steady that you can do to earn some income from anywhere in the world, you could become a data entry specialist and freelance for a number of companies or professionals. You could even work remotely for a large company doing data entry. What's a data entry specialist, I hear you ask? Virtual data entry specialists are people whose tasks include collecting and entering data in databases and maintaining accurate records of valuable company information. To do a job like this, you probably already have essential data entry skills like fast typing with an eye for detail and a familiarity with spreadsheets and online forms. Lots of workers are doing this type of job from a desk in an office without realising that more and more of this work is transferring online. If this is something you're already doing, you could easily start a small business doing these tasks virtually, using the time to build up your profile and your reputation for producing good quality work. Because remember, we're not saying that creating these businesses can be done overnight and we can start making you money immediately. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that we're going to start these small little side hustles and we're going to build things up gradually because if we have to stay in the day job I mean there may be other reasons why we can't just leave we may have children we may have grandchildren we may have commitments in the western countries where we live which means that we can't just up and go 
So what we're looking at is starting small businesses and side hustles like this role as a data entry specialist because it allows us to build things up slowly so that when the time is right, we will be in a position to start buying back our time. Now, there are a host of online agencies which can help you to build up your profile and your reputation for producing good quality work. These agencies have huge contracts with businesses all over the world from whom they receive data entry tasks, which the agencies then put out to people on their books. You could be one of those people on their books. Alternatively, you can go it alone and create your own online business in this field. Your edge above all the competition is accuracy and efficiency. And who knows, maybe because you live in another country, you can produce work at times that other people cannot because of the time differences. As businesses go on to increasingly rely on these types of tasks to manage their business activities, we will see more and more of this type of work transferring online as businesses try to cut their hard costs, hard costs of things like offices, rent, rates, etc. So if spreadsheets, data or even data analysis is your thing, then this could be the small business or side hustle for you. Business number three that I want to talk about is as a blogger. What's a blogger, I hear you ask? A professional blogger is someone who makes their living blogging. That means talking about something they love or something they know about. Now, the content that you create for your blog can come in the form of written work or from videos that you record and even from audio that you record. My podcast, for example, is a form of blog. I prefer to talk about what I love and what I know. And so I use audio as a way to reach my audience. The way you make money off your blog is by monetizing your blog through ads, through products, coaching, or through some other paid opportunity you're offering your listeners, like tours or access to specialist information. If writing is your thing, then a blog is one of the best small businesses you can set up because blogging has quickly become one of the most popular ways of communicating and spreading information and news. There are literally millions of blogs online, but don't worry, you can make your stand out and get noticed just as I have. Think about how you got to know that this podcast existed and the same way that you got to know about it is the same way you can get others to know about your blog, whether that's a podcast or a video blog or a written blog. Blogging is also a great way to express yourself and is also a fantastic way to share information with others. Blogging can also make you become a better person and a better writer because it teaches you discipline and loyalty to your audience by demanding that you show up whenever your audience expects you to show up. In my case, my audience, you, You expect my new blog episodes, which come in the form of a podcast, to be there every Thursday. No exceptions. 
And when you commit to this type of schedule, you begin to build your know, like and trust factors with your audience. Your audience begin to know you and know what it is that you're trying to put out. They begin to like your content and they begin to trust that you will show up and be there for them when you say you will. And these three things, your know, like and trust factors are what helps to build your reputation and then build your brand. So if you choose to become a blogger, then as long as you continue to show up when your audience expects you to, then you're on the road to creating something really, really interesting. Now, the key skills you need for this type of business, besides being able to write, is to follow through. If you can do that, you can blog. What's even better is that entry-level costs into this type of small business are very low. There are tons of blogging platforms that make your start into the blogging world a whole lot easier. If you see yourself in this business, give it a shot. If you're worrying that you don't know what you can blog about, like I said, these are some of the areas that I'm going to deal with on the Seven Passions Masterclass. And in the Masterclass, I'll take you through several options that you can use to find something passionate to write about. Now, it wouldn't be right if I didn't tell you that when you start to blog, there is a crowded market out there. So you need to be part of what I call the 10 percenters. What do I mean? I mean that if you're going to blog about something, choose an angle that makes you stand out from the rest of your competition. Remember, with your angle on the subject, you only need to know 10% more than the market you are aiming for to listen to or read or watch your blog. If you can do that, blogging will be a really rewarding experience. For example, what if you started a blog about the path from desk to destination? Or you started blogging on how you started your business and how your business grew to get you to your best life. If you have the right angle, people will want to listen to what you have to say because there are thousands of people who want the same thing. Remember, the trick is to come at blogging from an interesting angle so that your blog can stand out from the crowded space everyone else is occupying. Now, if social media is your thing, then job number four as a social media marketer is the job for you. Social media marketing is a lucrative skill to have. I really can't emphasize this enough. Businesses, big and small, are now waking up to the realization that social media marketing is really, really important for businesses because it allows them to market themselves and appear on social media where the majority of the world's eyes are currently living. If you've got an iPhone, and I don't know if it works on other phones, the iPhone has an algorithm that currently tells you how much screen time you're using every day. And if you ever look at that algorithm, you'll be shocked because what it tells you is that you're spending maybe 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, four hours online. And this is what I mean when I say that the eyes of the world are online. 
And so having enough followers or fans and knowing how to spread business messages and get the word out to the digital realm is fast becoming the most important job that you can do. And if this is something you can do in your sleep, then this might be the job for you. If this is the job for you, then there are four key actions you need to take to stand out from the crowd. The first action is that you need to listen to what your target audience is saying about the topic you're working with. You need to join their discussion groups and create the kind of content that will spark conversations and interest for your clients or on behalf of your clients. You need to focus on a particular niche. Remember that saying, jack of all trades and master of none. Well, it applies here. The more you can focus your clients, the more you can help your clients to build a strong following and a strong brand via the content that you create on their behalf. There's no point in trying to create social media content that is for everyone's eyes because no one will look at that. So your business edge has to be about supporting your clients to niche down to a particular area that will interest a particular set of eyes. The third thing you'll need to focus on is the quality of the content that you produce. Quality every time will trump quantity. It's much better to go for 1,000 quality people who regularly engage with your content rather than to have 10,000 people on your client pages who are not engaging at all. This really isn't a numbers game. Numbers do help, but if they're not engaging with the content that you produce, then it's almost like having 100 people sat in your office eating their sandwiches looking out of the window and not listening to the presentation that you're giving. So quality is everything. Now, if you know how to create eye-catching content for social media, then this is the job for you. And the fourth thing that you should focus on is the need to add value on top of the social media content that you create for your clients. The best way to think about this is to think about what's in your content for people who listen or read or watch. What will they get out of giving you their valuable time? And how well does your content speak to their pain points, to the things that they worry about the most or the things they want to change about themselves? If you can understand these types of questions, then you're more likely to attract people who will stay with you on behalf of your client and spread the word about what you are doing. Being able to harness social media in order to grab your future customers' attention is also about doing the same things that you would do for clients. There are many, many people who run their businesses using social media to attract client attention. And they do that for themselves and they also do it for other businesses. And this is what I mean by being a social media marketer. So if you recognise some of the things that I've been talking about as some of the things that you currently do, then maybe this is the job for you. 
And the final business I want to talk about is becoming an online translator. Did you know that African descent people, like other peoples with roots outside of Western countries, are some of the most bilingual people in the world? I myself speak two languages fluently and I understand another three where I can just about get by. What you may not know is that companies and professionals across the world are constantly looking for online translation services. Now, if you're a bit of a polyglot, that's someone who knows or uses several languages, you can easily find translation jobs and make money from your computer anywhere in the world. It's important to understand, however, that online translation is not the same as online interpretation. Translation is about conveying meaning from one language to another in writing, whilst interpretation is conveying the same meaning, but conveying that meaning orally. Now, as the world becomes a smaller place, translation becomes key in getting people to the heart of what they want to say or do in countries where they do not understand the language. Is this something you could help with? Currently, there are no translation services for African descent languages. Now, you can find small services online, but what I'm talking about here is a real-time online translation service. Now, an example of a business that you could set up here would be to set up a translation agency. What's a translation agency? Well, it's a kind of business where you wouldn't have to know all the languages yourself. You would just need to link to people who do know via your agency. And then the way you would make money is to take a cut of every job you process. So where would the customers come from? Now, there are many people who would pay for this kind of service. Imagine being in Equatorial Guinea, for example. You might be there for all kinds of reasons. You're visiting the country or you're there for work or like a lot of people I know, you've got family there, but you were born in a Western country and you don't know the language. If you could get someone on the phone via an agency to translate for you and convey the meaning you need, that would be amazing. Because what would happen is that your customer might have a document that needs translating. You would send that document to one of your agents. They would translate that document and then send it back so that your customer could then move forward. And what would happen is that that would happen in real time. So you'd be able to put a timeline on it like we could have that document back to you in 30 minutes. And that enables the customer to be able to plan their day around that translation. Now you can see that another job that emerges from this is online interpretation. Because your customer might not have the time to wait 30 minutes. And so if you've got somebody who's connected to your business or you are the business, meaning that you're the polyglot who knows and can convey meaning in several languages, 
then you might get that document, be connected to that customer and be able to translate that document and interpret what is being said on the document to your customer in real time. These are the kinds of businesses that are being set up. And as you can see, if you're able to translate and convey meaning, both written and orally, that would be amazing. Currently, there is no type of business that offers this service for African languages. Now, if African languages are your thing, or you know people who speak several African languages, then this might be what you are waiting for. This might be the edge that you're looking for. And when I'm talking about developing an edge, it's this kind of niche, this kind of focus that you need if you're going to create an online business that you can run from anywhere in the world. So there you have it. Five online businesses you can start and run from anywhere in the world. Now, there are many others. And if I can get the space on the platform, then I'll create another download for you that gives you ideas about other businesses like web developers, website creators, online accountancy and bookkeeping. There are many, many other types of businesses that you can run online. The key thing that you need to do is make a start because unless you make that start, then we stay stuck where we are. And before we know it, five years have gone by and we are still complaining about the same things. In order to make that change, we have to take action. And I appreciate that sometimes taking that first step is the most frightening. But that's why I'm here. I'm not going to leave you to do it on your own. I'm going to take you step by step through what you need to do to start that small business. So stay tuned to the podcast and what you pick up over the next few weeks are little tips and tricks that you can use to get yourself going. I hope you found the information useful and the way that you will know whether the information is useful is what you do after you've listened to this podcast and last week's podcast. If it were me, I'd already have my journal by now and I'd already be mapping out what I could be doing. It doesn't mean that I have to start today. It just means that I'm already putting that information to good use. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher and I'm out.